happy to. Right, so Tony, you're just leaving the arena now. Appreciate yes. the time. What is your immediate reaction to that? I know a lot of people are thinking that's a controversial victory. I for don't Callum. think it's controversial at all. Mate. Callum winning 115, uh, 113. Uh, after you, champ. I had Callum winning 115, 113. Champ either put up a really good display, but just because you've done better than everyone thinks you're going to do, doesn't necessarily mean you've won. So it's one of them things, mate. This is boxing. Yeah. How do you feel disheartened for John that maybe the well, scorecard is a bit more... John, John Ryder's just pushed the premier, the best super middleweight in the world has given us hardest fight. So, like I said, just because you've done better than someone thinks, it doesn't mean you've actually won. So, uh, I'm not disheartened for John. John should take a lot of credit for what he's done tonight. He's done absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's onwards and upwards for him. And he's probably shown that he could lift a belt in this division against, you know, just someone who's not the premier fighter in the division. So, it's unlucky, but he comes back again. He's got a great training in Tony Sims, a brilliant promoter in Eddie Hearn. I'm sure he'll get another shot. Does the Anfield fight happen next year and who, who would it be? Yes, it does, but it has to be a huge name. Canal, come over to us. I was waiting for a bit more then. <laughs> hey, can I just have your reaction mm -hmm. to the scorecards? I thought it was a very close fight. I mean, I'm not, it's not a popular opinion in here, but I thought the scorecards were very, were very poor. Very poor. How would you score it? Uh, it's how I scored it, and after the fight, I thought Callum Swift was going to get the victory. I'll okay. say that. Have but you looked online yet? Any other comments? No, I just spoke, spoke or... to Sky. I think on, 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 online it seems that most people thought John nicked it. I only spoke to Andy Lee. Andy Lee had it to Callum by two rounds. Darren Barker had it to John by two, three rounds. Thirteen rounds. <laughs> four rounds. Uh, I didn't have it to anybody by four rounds. I, I don't see how you can score that fight to anybody by that sort of distance, to be honest. I thought Callum Smith boxed well in the first half of the fight. And I thought John controlled the back end of the fight. I thought the 12th round... I thought it was a lot of close rounds. A lot of close rounds. Um, yeah. Because of the plans for Callum, does mm -hmm. something like tonight sort of... Does the judging... Is it affected by the plans that Callum has? Because obviously John puts a spanner in the works if he wins yeah. tonight. No, no but they, you don't, judges don't care about like, future plans of fighters. But, unfortunately... And it, I'm not saying it's right, but when you're a champion in your backyard, sometimes in a close fight, you get rounds go your way that maybe you wouldn't if it wasn't that case. But Do you feel like something has to be made clear? Because you hear people say that you've got to rip the belt away from the fighter. Do you feel like been. I don't agree with it. I mean, it should be you know, vacant the second the belt yeah, goes. It should be, but how often does it work like that? Yeah. I mean, when do you see a fighter coming into away territory in a close fight and getting a decision? Quite rarely. Yeah. But that's, I'm not saying that's right, but that's just, you know. When we talk about Callum at Anfield, could he fight John there? No, I don't, I don't. I mean, I think the only way Callum fights at Anfield is against a Gennady Golovkin or a Canelo. But no one wanted to fight Callum before this fight. John stepped up and boxed him. And like Billy Joe Saunders two weeks ago, now everyone will probably want to what, box Callum or box Billy Joe Saunders. <coughs> but, you know, I know John's disappointed. He'll come again and I believe he'll fight for another world title because if people think he won that fight, which seems to be some of the reactions, then they're going to want to see him and they're going to believe he should get another shot. 
but because he hasn't got the belt, is that going to be something that's going to be quite tough to make, considering they've just seen a performance like that? No, I think we'll speak to the WBA. I think the regular belt's going to come uh, vacant. Lennox Allen's mandatory for that. I think John should be put straight in a position to fight for that belt. And then, you know, moving forward, like I said, sometimes if, if you put in a performance like that, then your credibility goes through the roof. And I thought John boxed really well. No one's given Callum Smith, you know, whether you're 41 or not, no one's given Callum Smith a fight like that before. It's special. Absolute dynamite. Oh, my goodness. Oscar Bevis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global, here at the MS Bank Arena in Liverpool. Just seen Callum Smith versus John Ryder, joined by his trainer Joe Gallagher. Joe, you just said a second ago off camera that there's a lot of negativity in that press room and you're not happy with it. No, I won't say negativity, I just think um, there isn't enough celebration, there's enough, not enough uh, credit. Callum Smith fought his mandatory challenger tonight, um, he came with a good game plan, uh, Callum come out the winner. And it's like a morgue in there, and it's like the last British fighter to defend the ring belt. It was like 11 years ago, and not enough people giving Callum Smith the credit that he should be. He had a tough fight, he's managed a challenge, and he won. And at the end of the day, when you go in there, you ought to come out with the win, and he got the win by any means necessary. I had the fight 8 4 or 7 4, one even, but uh, listening in there to people saying, oh, they're lobbying for a rematch and stuff like that, it's, I must have seen something totally different in there. What did you see from John that you thought perhaps they might have seen? I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I understand, listen, after six, seven rounds, I had Callum only losing one round, I think it was four, then John Ryder had some good moments in some rounds. But just because there's an expectation that he wasn't expected to do that and landed some good shots, doesn't mean he won the round. A lot of shots were arms and gloves, I give it credit, he landed some good body shots, good uppercuts, um, got involved in shootouts. Um, but once Callum Smith had ticked the seven round, eight rounds, one box, it, uh, the fight was won. So, listen, it's uh, everyone's entitled to opinion. Um, they fought out of the skin, and um, Callum said they, he felt he underperformed. But uh, at the end of the day, it's about getting the win. Like you say, this time next week, this will be fish and chip paper. Do you know what I mean? So um, that's it. So you, you're not keen on the rematch then? Oh, no. you fuck off asking me about <laughs> rematch. Are you fucking taking the piss? I'm not, no, it's just, no, you're absolutely taking no. the best. Callum Smith just fought and defended about you're talking about a rematch. No, but well, go and speak to John Ryder's team. We fought now, I'm mandatory, we've yeah. got to move on, and we're after reunification fights and big fights. So, like I said to Eddie, they'll only get a rematch if Eddie goes and lobbies it at the board and uh, for the commissions of the governing bodies, sanctioning well, bodies. He won't be. And he said he won't be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. It's just like, okay, that's it. Okay. Um, so moving on for Callum now, you said you want big fights, unification fights. He prefers Canelo. You prefer Canelo as yeah. well? Yeah, I think Canelo wants the fight. I think it's his manager trainer, Eddie Reynoso, who doesn't want it. Um, Texas, Eddie, not keen on it, but Eddie just said there he's texted him. A bit like Billy Joe last week. Um, I didn't hear many people screaming, that kid wants a rematch for Billy Joe. And that was close till they put him out. So uh, it's like Billy Joe and Callum, they need the juicy fights, the big fights to get them going and... I think it, it, John Ryder was a very good challenger tonight. He fought out of his skin. He was nearly there, but it, it, was, it just wasn't good enough. And Calm Smith defended his titles, and that's what you got to do. Um, we'd all love Calm Smith to win explosive in three, four rounds every time. But even the best, Floyd Mayweather, uh, won, I can't fucking say that. I'll get slated for that. But I'm just saying good boxers there, or the number ones in the world, have to grind out wins sometimes on points and something like that. So... Uh, yeah, like Do you I think top-level fighters need to see perhaps a fighter like we saw with Callum and like we saw with Billy have a fight where they're not at their explosive best or they're not at their boxing best and then for them to then go, you know what, I fancy that? 
Do you think there's a bit too yeah, much? Yeah, I, I do think that sometimes. I think a, a, a bad performance, like everyone wanted to fight Billy Joe last week, and I'm sure um, there's a few Bill, Bill there now. Joe, it's not that good. I'll, I'll uh, get it. Sometimes you have to put a bad performance in to get, to get the big fights. So, yeah, possibly. Could be a silver lining to it then. I think it's silver lining already. Cam Smith still wakes up Sunday mornings, 168 world champion, ring magazine champion. The, the only one in Britain, the UK pound-for-pound pound number one fighter, the box rec number one. Um, it's about time everyone starts giving the kid the credit he's due. Okay, Joe, thank you for giving me some of your time. He is special. Ooh, Absolute dynamite. This is Ryan Elliott for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. We're in Liverpool. Just watched Callum Smith defend his WBA and Ring Magazine titles against John Ryder over 12 rounds. Callum, first and foremost, congratulations. What do you make of your performance this evening? Uh, not the best. It was a bit scrappy late on. It wasn't the, the best version of me, but stylistically, I don't think it was ever going to be, be that type of fight. Just in John Box, well, he got really close and stopped me working, working inside and you know, tactically he fought a good fight but I always felt like I was ahead, I thought I got a, a, a big lead at the start and then I thought I won a couple of the last half of the fight and I always felt I was ahead, it was just more disappointed in my own performance, I'm a perfectionist, I always want to perform and look good and tonight wasn't one of them nights. You mentioned you were slightly disappointed in your own performance. Uh, can you pinpoint maybe why, why that was? Maybe why you felt a bit flat? Do you think maybe you just needed the fear of an elite name at this stage to get the best out of you? I think so, yeah. Listen, I don't like saying it because it's disrespecting John Ryder, but I, I think I've shown tonight that I thought I knew beforehand if I underperformed, I'd probably still win. Whereas the, you know, the unification fight, I underperform, I lose. And that, that fear will always bring out a better performance in myself where I don't really feel I had that tonight but I think a win's a win and it's waking up tomorrow morning still a world champion and be a push on for, for the big fights next year but no, I know I need to perform better. Everyone in the media room here was split as to which way the fight was going to go. Consensus was that it was close, no matter who you had. Uh, scorecards wide, being a lot of complaints about that. That said, in that corner, from what Joe was telling you and how you felt in there, when the final bell, bell went, how close do you think it was? Do you think scorecards were about right? Do you think it was a bit closer? How did you sort of think it was going? One of them was wide, the 117, 111, one, but the 116, 112, A4, you probably could could agree with maybe 7-5, so what's the 115, 113, but I just don't see how you, you give him seven rounds, and uh, no, listen, you, you might give him five to make it a, a close fight, which I thought he, he, he did make it close late on, he, you know, he, he didn't really do much, he just worked, he got close and let his hands go and stopped me letting my hand go, but early on, I thought the fight was pretty comfortable, I thought I was racking up the rounds early on, and I said, I've got a big enough lead to, to win me the fight. Did he do anything there that surprised you, or was that just about the John Ryder you'd prepared for? No, listen, I knew I knew he was capable of that. I, I, I think John, stylistically, John's John. He's small, compact, doesn't set the best pace early on. Tries to get really close and then let his hands go. And I think stylistically against me, he only had one option, and that was to get as close as he could and stop me getting my shots off. So we, we kind of knew that was the, the, the style we were going to come up against. I just could have dealt with it a little bit better. Now all week, um, yourself and Joe, particularly Joe, were quite bullish about the, the word complacency. You said we're not thinking about the potential of Anfield or a big fight in the States. Now you've got the win, you've kept your belt mandatory out of the way. You can start to get a bit carried away. What is it that you want next? I just want a big fight against an opponent who, who I know is good enough to beat me. But I know I'm good enough to beat them because I, I believe I can beat anyone in the world. And an opponent where I know that I perform like I did tonight, I'll lose. And... I believe that'll stop me performing like that tonight. That'll bring out the best in me, that fear factor. And I need that, and that's what I'll be getting ready to deliver me next year. So going in the middle months of 2020, if you had your choice, if it was one or the other, what would you prefer to headline a big show out in the States, maybe a Vegas, which is always a dream for every young fighter, or Anfield? What would it be? Either or, to be honest with you, the both dreams for me, the both both things I've, I've, I've set, goals I've set myself to do. If either one of them present themselves, then I'd jump at the chance. But you'll have a rest over Christmas and then sit down with Eddie and see, see what the next move is but hopefully hopefully it's something big 
before you came in for the press conference. Uh, we had John Ryder, Tony Sims in here. Tony Sims and John Ryder, Tony especially, were sort of already petitioning for a rematch and saying that John Ryder deserves a, another crack, so to speak. Is that out of the question as far as you're concerned? Were you looking at those big fights? Listen, I don't know. We'll sit with Eddie, but... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's done enough to, to earn a rematch. And I, I don't know a rematch with John Ryder. He still gives me that fear factor. Like I said, I've underperformed and beat him. I could underperform and beat him again, in my opinion, or I could perform and beat him better, but I don't feel like getting any credit for, for doing it again. So, so I'd never pick any of my fights, we leave that down to Eddie, but ideally I, I prefer not to. Like I say, I want, a, I want a big name, that's no disrespect to John Ryder, but I want, I want one of the, the, the better names in the division who, who've got something that I can, I can gain. Callum, um, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I appreciate the last thing you want to probably do when you're ready to celebrate a victory. Stand and talk to all of us. But congratulations on the win. Thank you as always for making time for Boxing Social. Enjoy your evening. Jamal Niles here with Liam Smith. Your brother Callum just got the victory over John Ryder and. It was a tougher fight than many anticipated, really. Yeah. What was your thoughts going into that final round? Um, nah, I thought Callum just had, can't stay on his feet to win it. Um, it was a that, what you said just kind of so, um, you know, with the nail on the head for me. Because Ryder, tougher fight than you, everyone expected. So because he'd done better than everyone expected, people think, oh, like, oh, I've seen some people saying Ryder won. So, I'm like, fucking hell, you show me seven rounds, John Ryder won in that fight. You send me the seven rounds, John Ryder won, you know what I mean? Or tell me you won two, five, seven, nine, eleven. You know, John Ryder never won seven rounds of that, of that, of that fight. Um, he boxed very well, he boxed, he boxed a good fight. Um, I thought Callum boxed well early on, looked a little bit flat, a little bit slow from his own self-respect. But um, one of them, just you come across some of them now and again, John Ryder's five foot nine, Callum's six foot two, a little bit awkward, but... It's one of them, it's a mandatory challenge, you wipe under the carpet and you, you, you've got your win, you move on for, for your big names, you know, you can't be the best in the division, have a flat performance and then all of a sudden you're shy, do you know what I mean? So, a bit of a look, he gets the, um, the fight the fights he wants now, John Ryder was a mandatory, it's a bit of a lose-lose John, uh, John Ryder because it was a mandatory, you, you said at the start of your interview, a tougher fight than expected, everyone wrote John Ryder off, you know, we didn't, I knew he was a top, I knew he was, you know, a tough fighter, he's on a, on a good run of wins, um, so it's one of them. In terms of the messages that were delivered in between rounds from Joe and yourself and Paul, was there any sense of panic throughout that whole thing? No, no way, you know, I, 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 you can ask Eddie and Dave Caldwell, I was sitting next to them too. Um, I just thought, especially, you know, the, the people that are me, I thought 5-1 Callum after, after 6, so um, a couple of rounds he, he threw away. Last minute of the round, John finished strong, so I think, yeah, he threw them rounds away. But then, you know, once he got to the seven round mark, I thought, stay on your feet, you won the fight. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, people have their opinions, like I say, but you, when you look closely, because John's done better than he's expected, people are probably giving him rounds. When you watch it back, especially like the first five, John was having two bursts of rounds, you can't win a round doing that, you know what I mean? Is Getting it? his head jabbed off really, early on. Is it infuriating for you? Um, like, obviously, it's going to be infuriating for Callum in some respects to hear the doubters saying no, it was controversial and there were some booze in there. You'll get the same people who, who said that. You can go back and find the tweets. They'll say he's the best in the world last week. You know what I mean? Um, Do you just think it's a case of fans being fickle? Yeah, it just is a, a fickle thing. And like I say, because he's doing, because Rad has done well and boxed it. I go fight and gain fans because people. I was getting text. I show you saying one round. I'm saying no, mate. I don't think so. I think you might get to him later on, but he's a solid, tough fighter, John. Um, and again, because he's done better than expected, people will probably give him rounds. Are you someone that will go back and read comments from not fans no, on only, Twitter, only, but only, only just through my own social media? I'll see what people say. But it is in like, terms of peers in the boxing community, whether it be other athletes or. Promoters involved or no, not coaches. Really, but like, like they, they can have their opinions, and if that's their opinion, and that's like I say, I, I think it'll be because because Rad's done better than they probably thought before. And like I say, come and show me seven rounds, John Rad, and one, and I'll 
I'll accept your opinion, do you know what I mean? I'll think you've got a valid point. Um, that, that, that's it, really. It won't bother us. It was, you know, probably Callum's first flat performance he's had in this whole, this whole 28 fight or something, whatever he's had, do you know what I mean? I don't know, but it is what it is, mate. He's champion. With, with the talk of the Anfield fight being, it's been quite constant since probably the Groves win last year. Do you think that this may hinder that or set that back? Do you feel like you may need another Mate, fight need, before that? No way, he needs a big challenge now. Um, that was a, again, he's done very well getting the shape he got in for that fight after nobody before and give John a hope, you know what I mean? So how, how do you get fit? How are you training hard and then going home, sitting on the couch at night and reading Callum Smith wins in three rounds, you know what I mean? It's hard, but you know, he, he, he done it. And um, say the fight was a lose-lose, but you know, we 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 win, we move on. Who gets the Anfield fight for you, like in an ideal I don't world? Know, uh, just uh, 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 like Callum said, the top fighter. Whereas if he performed badly, loses. You know what I mean? Uh, and you know, Billy Joe, Benavidez, uh, anyone, anyone a unification fighter, a good name, a solid name. Champion Councilman. Right for Joe. Back to you guys. So, first one for Callum and Joe. You were both very confident that you got the win there on the cards. Was there any sense of panic in between rounds? And Joe, what was the message being delivered throughout the fight for yourself in the corner? Um, I think after seven rounds, I think Callum was like 6-1 up. John then had a couple of good rounds down the middle. Then Callum came back again and I had it at the end of the bell, like 8-4, something like that. At least seven rounds, 7-4, seven, one even. Um, but once I knew Callum had hit the one seven rounds mark, I thought we won the fight. So uh, that was it. We knew John was got to come, be cute early on. And I said beforehand, it, would, uh, it was going to be a tough fight, a brutal fight. And you've seen in some of the rounds late on there, there was a bit of a shootout. But... Uh, no, I just thought Callum won it. I don't. Someone's just mentioned to me about social media, people commenting Callum. Callum, I thought he's mandatory tonight. He's earned his shot as manager. I think it's usually disrespectful. John Ryder put a good fight up, but Callum Smith did a good fight tonight. Do you know what I mean? He held off the challenge from the mandatory. Like you say, it was a shutout after six rounds. I think he lost one in the first six or seven. And then that was it. So um, I thought Callum Smith um, boxed very well. And now, like you say, a big 2020. I was disappointed with the referee tonight. I thought John Ryder and his head to get in close. You look at State Cam Smith's right eye there. Two massive slashes across it. Um, wasn't being protected. But like you say, it's a fight, it's a fight. And that's it. And Cam Smith uh, defended his titles. And he wakes up tomorrow morning still the world number one at 168. So for yourself, that was the fight that you had prepared for. You expected him to come out aggressive. Yeah, but he's got to be cute. He wasn't got to leave any gaps early on. Everyone knows how explosive Callum is early on. We know he's got to be cute. He's got to take his time. He was trying to get up close with Callum, put his head in his chest and then work away. Um, and as you've seen there in the later rounds, he was coming. But um, you don't win rounds for people not expecting you to win a round just because you have two flurries on the ropes and they don't hit nothing. Um, Callum Smith, jab, middle of the ring, <coughs> right hands. was jabbing John's head up at times and... Uh, yeah, so one in the one in the fight. John was getting up close, but he landed good shots. But Callum come right back. Like I said, it was a good fight, and uh, huge respect to John Ryder, Tony Sims. They had a good game plan, but uh, like I say, it just wasn't good enough on the night. Callum, how did you feel in there, and what were the moments like before the decision was being announced? In terms of the actual fighting score, I always felt ahead. I agree with Joe. I thought I lost. I think I lost round four. Another than that, I thought I won most of the early ones up till seven, I think then I lost eight, maybe eight, nine or something. So I always felt like I was ahead in the fight. I never, I think it was when Liam told me, Sky had are quite close. I maybe panicked a little bit, but myself, I, I'd never I'd once thought I was behind in the fight. I was just more, I knew I weren't the best. I knew I weren't at the races. I knew I weren't the best performances. And I've said it before, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I always want the best. And now every time I go to points, I'm disappointed. I always want to be explosive. I always want to take people out. and. You would offer me a win over John Ryder tonight on points. I probably wouldn't have took it. I want to know. I, I I always want to win and win the best way possible. So listen, I'm not I'm not happy with the performance. But like I said, I thought it was eight four in round. I know I thought I did win, but 
credit to John. Listen, he put up a good performance. He he was writ off beforehand by the bookies and a lot of other people, but you no, know, I knew it could uh, turn out that type of fight. I knew he was going to come and give it his all. And um, stylistically, he was wasn't ideal. He was getting really close and stopping me working up close, which you know, I'm not a bad inside fighter for a tall fighter, but I didn't really get a chance to do that. So credit to John for that. But there was no no time in the fight. I thought I was behind. All going to lose. Callum, you've said that you weren't impressed with your performance. It wasn't vintage Callum Smith. Can you shed any light as to the reasons why? I don't know. So, some days you're some days you're firing, some days you're not. It's just maybe it was more John. John performed better than you know, a lot of people expected. I don't know. It's just I can't be at the races every fight. I've, I've I've had two really good performances coming into this fight, and today wasn't one of them. I don't know. If you get me one of the big names next time, I'll need to be better, which I'm confident I will be better. I've always said that fear factor where never know I don't turn up, I'll lose. That always brings out the best in myself, and maybe that had something to do with it. But I don't, I can't pinpoint what the reason was. I had a good camp, we had good sparring, everyone was fine going in. I just wasn't, wasn't 100%. John Ryder and his team said that. They'd be pushing for the rematch. Oh. I'm, I'm guessing that you two definitely. Oh, John, the line of question you asking about about the decision, waiting for the decision, did we think we'd win it? I'm just about to ask all yous, did you all thought that was close? I'm just saying what we said before. <laughs> oh, did you all, did you use are all pressed, Dave, Chris, did you all think, how oh, did you score it all? I thought it was a close fight, to be honest, yeah. I thought he could have gone it, I thought probably Callum won it. Callum won it. Close. It, it was close. Close, close as in what scoring close? One or two rounds. Okay. Well, this didn't a rematch, no. I mean, Callum's, like you say, he's 41, he's his mandatory, and he's got to move on. I'm sure there's uh, there's good domestic fights, I'm sure after that performance, John Ryder, Rocky Fielding 2 is a good fight, that's unfinished business, do you know what I mean? So, there's two fighters there, if there's a, if Canelo gives that regular belt up, they can fight for that, but Callum, like you say, he's onwards, wants the big unification fights and all that. I don't know if Eddie's going to take the appeal and appeal on John Ryder's behalf for the WBA, are you? <laughs> Well, it's not up to me to appeal to the WBA on his behalf, but I've already said what I think he should do, which is fight for the regular belt. So yeah. that's what I think he should. I thought he put in a good performance. Yeah, definitely a good performance, but uh, doesn't want uh, a rematch. Any other questions, guys? Alright, thank you very much. Well, 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 just two seconds, John. Jeff. I, I want a big fight, to be honest with you. I, want, I, I think, so I'm not making excuses tonight, but I think I need that fear factor. I've always said it, even before tonight. Give me a fight away, if I don't turn up, they'll beat me. And that fear brings out the best in me. And I've always said people will only see how good I am when I'm in against the really best. And I've got a great team around me to, to provide me them fights. And 2020, I feel, is the year. Make or break for me. Let's see, let's see how good I really am. I will say, I said to Callum after that already the phone's going for people. Oh, maybe I'll fight Callum Smith now. You know, there was that fear fact, like you say, their fear factor <coughs> from them before this fight that this guy was some six foot five, 168 pound beast. And, and all the conversations we had with the big names, I always felt that it was mm, okay. And now maybe after seeing just a good performance, they go, hmm, okay. Maybe we'll look at him in 2020, which is which is a good thing. Um, out of the fights that are available, Callum has often said that it's Canelo or it's Golovkin or it's a unification fight against mm. Plant, Benavidez mm. or Saunders. What's the most realistic? To well, the Saunders fight, Saunders fight, you could make ASAP. Could you though? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Billy Joe Saunders already has a contract to fight with numbers in. We've got to talk through numbers with Callum and his team, but. I believe that both of those guys, I think Billy, Billy and Callum both want Canelo, Golovkin, but if they can't get them, then you know he's looking to unify, he's, he wants to make sure that he has career-defining fights and, and legacy fights, that's unifications, that's big fights in America, that's stadium fights over here, so you know I think the Canelo fight, obviously we've got Golovkin, we've got Canelo under the wing on the zone as well, so they're the ones we should be pushing for. And I honestly believe that after tonight, they might think that Callum's not as untouchable as maybe they thought before. And the same with Billy the other week, you know. I mean, Billy J. Saunders put in a you know, decent performance, but wasn't great. And already, people want to fight Billy J. Saunders now. 
And I believe after tonight, I think it'll be easier to make the Callum Smith fight, even though I still think it was a good performance against a guy who boxed out of his skin because it was his, it was his dream opportunity. And that's what we said going into the fight was Ryder's going to, you know, this is an opportunity that of, of a lifetime for John Ryder. So it was always going to be the performance of a lifetime. I thought he boxed really well and, and I thought Callum, you know, at times um, controlled the fight nicely and then John had a, some good rounds, forced the pressure. I thought it was a really good fight. Thank you. I'd, I'd also like to say just too much negativity. They've got to start celebrating. Callum Smith tonight fought his mandatory challenger. Report knocked back the challenger, John Ryder. Won it. No matter what they say close or not, the judges won it. It's 11 years since the British fighters defended the ring magazine belt in this country. That was Hatton Lascano before that Carl Zagger. Got stopped being so negative on the kid. He should be giving rounds of applause there. Use all the press saying everything else. You need to give him a round of applause. Callum Smith, what are you doing in this city of Liverpool? Just want to get that Canelo, that's who we want, Canelo. Tell Eddie Reynolds to stop being scared. Good. Right. Cheers all. Well done, Cap. Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell anyone. If you said to me if I won't tell anyone, don't worry. Talk to you after this one. <laughs> yeah. Gents, I think you agree. Round of applause, great performance from John Ryder. To the floor, to questions. John, what is the immediate reaction and the emotion right now for yourself? Uh, just, just feel like I won. I feel like I should be sitting here as a winner and champion. Uh, no, I feel quite well done by. I mean, there's been a lot of controversial statements throughout the boxing community on Twitter. One of them was Dave Allen, who said it was disgusting and a robbery. I want to know what your thoughts are on that as well, Eddie. I don't think that. I mean, I've seen old Twin into John's change room. They felt that he won it quite widely. I don't think anyone won the fight widely, to be honest with you. I think there's a lot of close rounds. Mm. Um, I thought Callum Smith won the first half of the fight, I thought John Ryder won the second half of the fight and had some big rounds, <clears> particularly the 11th round as well. Um, I don't think any opinion is going to be popular, um, but I thought it was a very close fight. In terms of you finding your rhythm in there, did anything surprise you with what Callum brought to the table in that fight and how comfortable did you feel as the fight went on? Uh, just, just growing confidence in there, really, really, really got comfortable a lot quicker than I thought I would, the, the plan wasn't even so Try punching the first round, but I believed that I was getting in close and got to work a lot sooner than I thought I would. How surprised were you with John's performance? Not surprised because we said going into the fight, he's, the improvements that he's made over the last four or five fights have been incredible. And you know, I, we knew he was going to give a great performance. Thought he had a great game plan, and he, he grew into the fight as well. So it's not it's not surprising to anyone that knows John how well he did tonight. Get the thoughts of the coach. What's your viewpoint? Yeah, I think, uh, subject to what Eddie said there, I think uh, before going into the fight, I don't think anyone gives John Ryder a chance in this fight. You know, if you read all the write-ups beforehand, it was like he was going to get demolished and beat easily and the height difference. But we always believed in our gym that he, you know, he, he had the ability to win this fight. And, um, I think tonight he proved he's, he's world class and um, you know I thought he won the fight, uh, I thought he won it on the last two rounds, I thought he had big rounds in the last two rounds, I thought he won and um, you know we'd like to have the return, I think John de deserves to have a return fight because as everyone's saying there's so much controversy about the division, I don't really see how Callum can move on without giving John another shot at him. Because no one's gonna, no one's gonna really say he's the true world champion now without fighting John again. Mm -hmm. So you know, and the last few, the last few weeks, the last couple of months, you know, like in our gym, I think the decisions have been disgraced for. I really do. You know, we've had tight fights, really tight fights, and I'm, I, my fighters are just losing them widely. You know, like Ted, Ted Cheesman against Kieran Conway. I had him winning comfortably and he, and he lost and he drew on that ridiculous. I had him beating Fitzgerald Ted. 
you know, I've had John, it's just like really disillusioning as a coach as well. You know, mm. I, I'm getting sick of it to be honest, boxing. Because mm. we, like, we're putting our heart and soul into everything in the gym. And every time there's a tight decision, it ain't going our way. Eddie, do you think a rematch could be a possibility? Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, you know, you know what Callum Smith wants to do. He wants to jump into the biggest fight possible. But I think John deserves a rematch or another shot at the world title. And I think you know, we'll be making sure that the regular title, which has become vacant, I think John should fight for that immediately, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, I think the one thing that we know is John's performance would have certainly gained him a lot of fans tonight, whether that's comforting at the moment or not. Yeah. You know, and that means that he's going to go straight back into another big fight. Mm -hmm. You came into this with four knockouts uh, by the BMS performances. How much confidence do you take away from this performance? Listen, he's the world number one, you know what I mean? And rightly so, he's beaten the likes of George Groves, um, going to beat Hassan and Dan. I believe that I showed my worth in it tonight and that I should be champ. Eddie, from your standpoint, how easy would it be to make that rematch with Callum and Joe in their position? Uh, again, uh, difficult because I think they're going to be looking to take the biggest fight possible mm. and you know, you need to let the water settle first. They feel like they won the fight, you'll hear from them shortly. Yeah. Um, John feels like he won the fight. I think a lot of people would like to see it again. I thought it was a really good fight, by the way. Um, but you know, my immediate um, thoughts are probably to speak to the WBA and, and get John a shot at that other title as soon as possible. How difficult of a predicament does it put you in? Obviously, you've been around the block mm. a ton of times in this position, but emotions are flying. Yeah, horrendous. 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 I hate, I hate being involved with both fighters mm. because you can't win. You can't show any emotion at ringside because you haven't got any emotion anyway. And, you know, you go into one changing room and you get a bollocking from Joe Gallagher and Callum Smith because you say it was a close fight, and then you go into another one and you say it was a close fight, and they say, well, it's a joke because it weren't a close fight, and we won that fight. So. And then I had a chat with all your lot from Whites and they were telling me off as well. And then same with Ted, you know, it was a Ted Cheeseman-Fitzgerald fight. You know, Fitzgerald uh, got in the ring and Fitzgerald said, oh, you know, you put me in a shit hotel and, you know, Tony Sims is your mate and you wanted him to win. And then Ted Cheeseman says to me, well, you were thinking about the Fowler-Fitzgerald fight. I was never going to win this fight. So you can't really win. But scoring subjective, I think one of the major problems is I don't see how those scores on the cards can be, you know, if it was a split decision or if it was a tight decision, there'd sometimes be a lot less controversy. It's like the Cheeseman result. You know, how could you have that anything but one or two rounds either way? Um, <clears throat> we always say it, but nothing seems to get done about it. Like, mm. It's like, you know, we say the scores are way too wide and, you know, it's almost like you can throw in any scorecard. And it's, it it's is, but I don't see that. I'll just ask you, look, you had Callum by one, you had Callum by one, you had John by two. You had John by one. So if we're all seeing that, how can you score it 117, 111? Yeah. You know, that's just what I don't, and we're not supposed to be judges, but we watch boxing every week. So, but it seems to happen all the time. And it was a very close fight, and I don't see anyone could have it. 93 essentially means he didn't turn up. Yeah. And that's, that's not yeah. very fair. But you know, he won three rounds in the back end, at least minimum. So, you know, uh, I, I just, and who, who had 117, 111? What judge? Uh, Terry O'Connor. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you said that, Jeff, not me. <laughs> I think we should, I think in this country we should bring in the WBC rule where after every four rounds. Yeah, I like rounds, that rule. After I think we've done yeah. that in Italy, we've <laughs> done that in Italy. Yeah. Uh, every four rounds they show them up on the screen, yeah. the judges' scorecards, and you see who's, who's, who's scored. And I think that that's a fair way to do it. And then you can see who's scoring for what. Because if you're getting a judge and he's scoring, you, and the, the fight's close, say John won two, Callum won two, and he's scoring all four to Callum, then you know you know the culprit mm. is ridiculous. Mm. You know, and I think something's got to be done about it because anything that we do in the sport bad, we get pulled up in front of the board. But anything the referees, uh, the judges do, no one says anything about it. The board don't do a thing. And something's got to happen about this. John, we've seen fighters who have taken bad decisions and I fell, fell out of love with the sport. How are you feeling right now? It's a sport I love, do you know what I mean? I love the people I train with. I love being around Tony in the gym. I love being in the gym with Dan. I love the, fucking, the people I train with day in, day out. They're like family to me. So it's just it's become a way of life now. And um, 
I look at these people like family, so to, to go and do anything else is, is alien to me. I don't want to do anything else other than bot. But it's just shit like this, it just makes you think about it, doesn't it? Is that the same for you as well, Tony? I mean, you just given quite a heartfelt speech before, and yeah, it must really yeah, because seem. because look, if the judge's decision was like one fourteen, one thirteen, either way, you know, then you'd be thinking, all right, right, all right. I thought John won the fight, but it was a close fight, and it, where is it home? But like one seventeen, one eleven, one sixteen, one twelve. I just don't know. Like, how are we all in this room watching a fight that's so, you know, close like that? You're saying you fought John one by a couple of rounds. You're saying Callum won by a round. How are we all seeing that? All of us, everyone on TV. Oh, you shout out. I said I'll stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are we all seeing that? And then the judges' scorecards are like that. It's just like horrendous because people watching on the outside, the public, are thinking, what's this sport all about? It's ridiculous, you know. And, and that's what we're coming to now, you know what I mean? And I, I'm seeing it like week after week as a coach. And like my fighters are getting, uh, having close hard fights and losing by a mile. I don't know what's going on. It's as if I can't see what's going on. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the fight thinking, oh, my boy's done enough. And then at the end of it, they lost it by miles. And I'm thinking, what? I've been in this game all my life since 12 years age. I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm watching, you know? And he's losing one seventeen, one eleven. It's ridiculous. All right, guys. Thank you. Well done, John Ryder. Niles here with Eddie Hearn. Just after a, a very eventful night, as per usual, but mm. yeah, that was a, in some aspects, it was a difficult press conference for me to watch. Yeah, it was difficult for me because you can't it. really win, and it, I thought it was a really, really close fight. I went into John Ryder's dressing room, they thought he won by three or four rounds. I didn't. Went into Callum Smith's dressing room, they thought he won by three or four rounds. I didn't. I thought it was really, really close. When I got in the ring, I believed Callum Smith was going to retain his title because I thought it was very close and I thought he's a world champion and it's in Liverpool. And, and, but when I saw the scorecards, that was what really shocked me because I thought they were very poor. And from John's side of things as well, obviously like Tony said, he's put his heart and soul mm. into the whole thing. Do you get certain aspects of what was said? Because what's, you get to a stage where you think, blimey, I tried me nuts off in those closing stages. There was no point. You, know, you start thinking about what he went through in 9, 10, 11, but he was already lost the fight. He couldn't have won the fight by then, other than by knockout. So it's very frustrating, but I don't, you know, I think scoring so subjective, like we just went along the front panel of press row, you, you declined not to comment. Yeah. But there was two to Callum Smith, two to John Ryder, you know. So you can't say, you know, for me, no one won it by four or five rounds. I don't think anyone won run it by three rounds. To be honest with you, but Darren Barker told, yeah. said he thinks he, John won it by four rounds. I, I, don't, I don't, he was on his feet the whole fight. Yeah. yeah, I don't see that, but I do think it was a very close fight, and I do think there was a lot of close rounds. Mm. But if there's a lot of close rounds, generally you might get at least one scorecard that's gone the other way. You know, I mean, there was a lot of rounds where I was sitting next to Liam Smith, Dave Caldwell was there, and everyone was like, I think after about eight or nine rounds, I said to Dave Caldwell, "How are you scoring it?" And he was like. The thing is, though, it's, it's what do you regard as well, I think, points I think, jo I think John Ryder was very accurate in a fight, and he was backing Callum Smith up. Yeah, he was active but I thought, on the I think John, I think Callum was landing the heavier shots, but John was repeatedly knocking Callum's head back. Mm. thought Callum looked tired in the 11th round. thought, um, thought Callum, Callum boxed well off the jab and at times. And Again, it's what, what, what you like, isn't it? If you like someone to be the aggressor and backing the other man up, then you like the work from John Ryder in that fight. If you like sometimes the cleaner boxing, the bigger shots, sometimes the more eye-catching shots, then you go with, with John Ryder, uh, Callum Smith. I think Callum might be ready for yeah, the presser. Cool. Yeah, sweet. We are continuing. Yeah, really, really. No, it's like, I, wish, I wish actually people would have actually said, right, John Ryder, would No one did, you all shit yourselves. I don't think I did, massively. Uh, I, I did, I, I mean, like, 
Again, it was one of them where... Is this one of those nights you just can't wait to just sleep on it and just... No, but I, listen, it's just boxing. Unfortunately, when you have a lot of fighters and they fight each other, you can't win. You know, um... <laughs> Tony Sims and that, they asked me, who do you think won the fight? I was like, I actually don't know. I, I think... That what pro you say pro was? Probably, like, I said to them, my gut feeling was when I got into the ring, Callum Smith was going to be, yeah. was going to get the win. Now, did, did he win the fight? Probably. I don't know. Probably, yeah, I think it was really close, but but then when you're in a change room and Darren Barker's going, he won that by four rounds. Right, I'm like, I can't see that. Do you not think? I, mean, I don't see anyone other than Dave Allen and, and Darren Barker. And you know, that but everyone, the thing is, on these nights, or regardless, everyone looks to you as if you're responsible yeah, for know, the whole Yeah, I know, but that's, yeah, I know, for all things in boxing, full stop, worldwide, television, yeah. pay per view prices, judging. I mean, I heard a few uh, heckles you know. in the crowd as yeah, well. Yeah, no, but they were John. I know, you know, I know John's. Don't forget as well, it's difficult for me. Tony Sims is like, you know, he's a proper family friend. Yeah. And he's sort of looking at me, like, especially after the Cheeseman fight, going, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. What have I got to do? And I'm saying, well, it was a close fight. Nah, it weren't a close fight. And, you know, he's like, you don't want to fall out of anybody. But the truth is, well, one thing I will say is, after six rounds, I had it 4-2 or 5-1 to Callum Smith. For you on these nights, is it, like, it's bittersweet because it is, a really great fight, it was yeah. a really great fight that happened. But at the same time, you must be walking in here thinking, oh, Man, it's the nature of the job. Of course it, it is. Hell, it's, a, it's every week. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's every week. It doesn't mean you get this kind of situation every week, but no, you get it a lot. Yeah. You know, you get it a lot. I mean, we had it. Um, look at Crawler the other week. I thought Crawler won by a round. Yeah. The judges gave it to him by five or six rounds. Yeah. You know, some people thought Cheeseman beat Fitzgerald. Like I said in the presser, you get in the you get in the uh, the ring or after, and Cheeseman says, "Well, you didn't want me to win anyway because you wanted the Fowler Fitzgerald fight." And Fitz is saying to me, you, "Why did you put me in a shit hotel?" And Fowler Fitz and Cheeseman was in a good one. So well, he was a champion. Yeah, you didn't want me to win anyway because your mates were Tony Sims. I, I was speaking to Liam Smith before, right, and I yeah. said to him, does the nature of how that fight went, does that kind of put the brakes on the potential Anfield night that they've been mm. craving since mm. after the Groves fight? And he said, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I don't think, look, at the end of the day, if he fights Canelo or if he fights Golovkin and it's at Anfield, it sells out in 10 seconds. How easy is No, but it's difficult, it's difficult, but it's more likely... Um, after a performance like that. And I don't think it was a bad performance. I just don't think it was the Callum Smith that people have talked about as this beast at 168. And well, you know, because trust me, I know no one's fancy fighting. And by the way, it's a bit like Billy a couple of weeks ago. You know, oh, well, you know, people texting me throughout the fight going, oh, maybe we'll have Callum Smith. You know, that's just how it works. But, but will you see that kind of performance against a bigger name maybe not maybe he was flat tonight maybe it was just a great performance from John Ryder you know, this is this is why we love the sport because we analyse it we talk about it as fans and no one has the same opinion yeah. really like, like I said everybody you know although again in the, in the in the John Ryder dressing room it's he won that fight he won that fight easy and then you you ask the room and half have it for Callum half have it for John so you can't but the, the problem is Scoring. That's what causes a problem. If it was 115, 113, 114, 114, 114, 114, no one really would say anything. You might say, I thought Ryder nicked it, or I thought Cat, but when it's like that, it's, it's almost like, why are you bothering? I think as a fighter, you must think, and actually, Tony Sims made a good point. Um, um, you know, he, he made a good point in that the open scoring from the WBC, I really like it. Because you know exactly what you got to do. If you think about that open scoring after rounds four and eight, you, he would have, after eight rounds, Ryder would have been like 7-1 down on one of the cards, the 117 one. Yeah, because you had to give him 11 and 10 maybe or something like that. So, so you know, you got to, then you'd be in the corner thinking, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I have to knock him out. Yeah. And it actually makes it quite exciting. Yeah. I think, I, I actually, I, I like the WBC open scoring. Anthony Fowler as well. What did you make of his performance? Well, it was a good performance. I thought Harry Scarf, they call it, well, he calls himself horrible, Harry Scarf. And I thought his style was horrible. And when he got hurt, it was even more horrible because he didn't want to really engage at all. Yeah. I thought Fowler was patient, got a nice knockdown in the ninth. And I thought it was a, a good victory for him.
I have to ask you as well, are you going to be watching the Wilder Ortiz fight? Uh, no, because I need to go to sleep. How do you see that one going? Um, I see that, I think Wilder will stop him inside six rounds, but I do have curiosity and I do think that Ortiz has a chance. What worries me is since the Wilder defeat, he hasn't really looked that great at all. Dylan White as well, I know you've mentioned that you're working on that for the AJ Ruiz bill. How soon do you think that Well, it has to be very soon because it's two weeks today, exactly, so yeah. probably 70% chance he'll do it and I think probably by Monday we'll know either way. How good will it feel for you if he does get on that bill? Oh, great. I think, it's a, I think it's a great card for him. You know, I think it's you know, the biggest heavyweight fight for years and years and it's going to be a unique experience out there and he needs to fight and I think it's a good platform for him. Final question as well, I don't know if you saw, but um, Dana White and Floyd Mayweather kind yeah. of shook up the world on Instagram. It was interesting because two days before Floyd said, I'm never fighting again, it's a very dangerous sport. So you can, yeah, you, can, you can never, um, you know, uh, um, you can never take what Floyd says seriously, but I would not be surprised at all. If he boxed him. Because Dana said that <clears throat> Dana said that he wants to get into the boxing room. Mm. You two had a meeting a few mm. Or few maybe it's an MMA fight. Maybe, uh, I think you'll see I think you'll see some exhibition stuff from Floyd. I mean oh, to be fair he did one early in the year, didn't he? Right in Yeah, no, I think you'll see some more of that. I mean look he's coming to so he's coming to Brentwood be. next week for a talk. He's doing a tour, he's going to Brentwood. Basildon, Dover, well. Blackpool. Yeah. So things can't be that great. No disrespect to Brentwood, I live there, but you know, you got to think if you're turning up for talks so for 15 grand a time. Thing. Yeah, I think he will because I think he needs the money. I think he spends money like it's going out of, out of uh, fashion. Yeah. And I think he's a great talent. He's a great fighter. Why not? It's not like he's out of shape. It's not like he's shot, is it? He's undefeated. Mm. So Floyd's, he's got the right to do whatever he wants, and he could probably still beat. 98% of welterweights out there, maybe a hundred. Dana getting into boxing as well, what are your thoughts brilliant, on that? Brilliant, brilliant. He's been saying it for about 10 years. Yeah. So hopefully he does it. He does have a, a background in boxing though. He used to be involved with Floyd Mayweather coming up. Oh, did he? I yeah. didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah, long history. I met him, he's a very nice man. He was very hospitable to me. I think if he gets involved in boxing, it'll be great for the profile of boxing. And I think it'll be great all right. He did try and so all the were rumours, I don't know whether this was true at all, but I think it was around the Joseph Parker fight mm. last year that he did express his interest in signing Yeah, AJ. no, he phoned AJ. Yeah. yeah. He phoned AJ. And what was your reaction to that whole thing? I think AJ just said, I'm very happy with Eddie and thank you very much. And that was it. You think you and actually Dana said to me that he should have, Dana said, I think Dana said to me, I should have called you with me. I said, yeah, you should have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you'll encounter any more of those scenarios? Yeah, I'd love to work with him. He's a, listen, he's an excellent promoter. I copy a lot of what they do at the UFC. I won't lie. You know, they've built an incredible brand. Dane is a big personality. He's a very good promoter. And he's a very smart guy. All right, I'll let you enjoy the rest of your night. Cheers, mate. Thank you. So Thank, much. You. Thank you.